Federal agencies have a lot of work to do in 2020 now that the Trump administration has finalized its federal data strategy. After receiving hundreds of public comments on a draft version, the strategy now includes 20 action items for agencies to complete in the next year. In the long term, the federal data strategy also provides a roadmap for how agency chief data officers will coordinate with one another. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me with the latest. Jory, the agencies have been waiting a long time for this data strategy. Give us the highlights of it. Generally speaking, the final version of the federal data strategy isn't too different from what we already saw in the draft that was released in June, but there are a couple of notable exceptions to that. There were four new agency action items for their 2020 action agenda, I guess what you call it. They are the shortest of short-term goals that they're expected to complete within the next year, within 2020. And so there are four new agency actions, and those include publishing and updating data inventories, launching a federal chief data officer council, developing data quality measuring and reporting guidance, and developing a data standards repository. So a little technical there, but those are the uh, the shortest of short-term goals for them to, to meet and uh, in, in the year ahead. But there's a lot more to the data strategy than the, just those four new additions, correct? That's right. Yeah, it's part of a, a set of 20 different action items. And they were, the other ones, the other 16 were original to the draft, and they've made it to this final version. But there's other tiers of actions going on here. There are 40 practices, which are five to 10-year goals. And then there are principles. There are 10 of those. And those are uh, general overarching ideas that agencies should meet in everything that they do as part of the strategy. So the draft was out in June. Now the final is out, and you say there has been some variation. I guess that was dependent on feedback that OMB got from commenters. What were some of the feedback highlights? Right. So OMB did get hundreds of comments from the public on this, and they had half a dozen listening forums, some open to the public, some were internal to government. Um, But generally speaking, most people said that the draft pretty much had it on target, that there were goals that were clear and well uh, defined and well founded. There were a couple of cosmetic tweaks of things that were actually pretty meaningful. In that list of 10 principles that I mentioned earlier, they suggested tweaking things like data stewardship and making that ethical governance. So the trend there being is just branching out the umbrella of what that covers because this does touch a lot of uh, business items for agencies. And so uh, and so that kind of reflects the broader scope of what this covers. But fundamentally, the data strategy looks to agencies as data-driven entities with the assumption that they've got all these data sets that they've been gathering over decades, really. Is that the fundamental point of the data strategy? That is the idea. This is an offshoot, really, of the president's management agenda. And from there, the idea of agencies making data as an asset and really leveraging the most value that they can out of that data. And who's been in charge of all of this effort for OMB? Well, this being part of the PMA, we've seen Margaret Weikert, OMB's Deputy Director for Management. We've seen Federal Chief Information Officer Suzette Kent also speak uh, at length on uh, the developments here. But there are also a couple of officials who not only been leading the charge on this, but they have since left government. I'm talking about Deputy Federal CIO Margie Graves, as well as Chief Statistician Nancy Potok. Those are two OMB officials who left at the end of calendar year 2019. So they were really leading a lot of the uh, behind-the-scenes efforts on this, but they were certainly uh, leading voices. 
well, maybe they can get some good data strategy consulting jobs for federal agencies or some of the contractors since they know this thing from the inside out. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, and there's some new legislation coming that's going to keep pushing this whole data business down the lane. Yeah, yeah. This has been long awaited. The president signed just this week the uh, the Grant Reporting Efficiency and Agreements Transparency or GREAT Act, quite the acronym there. But if this has been something that was pushed in the last Congress but never made it across the finish line. But it finally did in this Congress. It's bipartisan-led uh, and has a couple of goals here. It would streamline how agencies report more than $600 billion in federal grant money every year. And it would not only set standards for the kind of data that grant recipients send to uh, to OMB, but also OMB would be a central hub for this kind of data. They would maintain a central website where users can access that data and, and be able to navigate it in a way that makes sense. So this imposes jobs on the federal agencies giving the grants, and that's just about all of them to some degree or another. And it also makes grant recipients have some responsibility for how they report use of the grant. Right, right. On both of those levels, they're they're on the hook for some deliverables under this law. And back in the days of the early days of the Obama administration, when the stimulus bill was passed, there were efforts to make grant data more visible to the public. Is this part of the Great Act too to further that idea? It is. It is, and it's uh, it was something that's been pushed for a while now from data transparency groups, good government groups. Uh, a couple of people who you know the Data Coalition and the Data Foundation are are just one example of uh, folks who have said that the Great Act will bring uh, a change for the better, really. Okay. And the government spends more on grants than it does on contracts, too, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. By a couple of hundred billion, as a matter of fact. And while we're on the topic of data, some data science projects have been in the works at federal agencies. What are some of those as we go into the new year? We've been talking about OMB. They've, uh, they are in the works of standing up a data reskilling pilot. This is a bit of a spinoff from efforts with the Federal Cybersecurity Reskilling Academy. The idea there was taking non-IT federal employees and getting them ready for cybersecurity jobs in the federal government. The idea here is to take current federal employees who don't have data science skills and get them retrained in data science fields. And not only just that, but also taking federal managers and giving them the data literacy skills that they need to oversee these projects. The Office of Personal Management is also working on a data science job series for all of government. The idea there is that there's all this data science work, but the job series aren't keeping up. Data scientists really need to be a jack of all trades where they need to have computer science skills. They need to have data wrangling skills and they need to know math and statistics. They also need to be subject matter experts at the agencies that they work at. Also, with the OMB data reskilling pilot in mind, the Census Bureau has kind of taken this a step further where they are going to provide mentorship for people who go through their version of this reskilling pilot, and they're going to need to complete a capstone project that uses real bureau data to kind of put these newfound skills to the test. So it sounds like 2020, you might really call the year of federal data with this new law, this new policy, and all of these reskilling and data science efforts going on. Sounds like this is the year of data. It could very well be. There was a lot of policy documents in 2019, and so we're seeing a lot of this play out in 2020. Good time to be a chief data officer. It is. It is. There are now CDOs or acting CDOs at all the CFO agencies and beyond that. So this is a a big uh, implementation of the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act. 
And we'll get into that in some other time. We are out of time on this one, though. But, yes, I know you've been following that closely. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, as always, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. And be sure to check out all of his reporting on all of these topics at federalnewsnetwork.com. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.